So a quick announcement about what the next... I can tell you right now what the next 10 episodes of Patreon will be. Yes. If you are going to sign up for our Patreon, every level gets a bonus episode. Yes, that is correct. And the bonus episodes are going to be... All hairspray. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, they're going to be our top five movies each. Yep. So... Two Drink Cinemas top, top 10, 10 movies. movies. So we've realised this many episodes in that we haven't reviewed any of our favourites yet. So we're going to review them for bonus episodes on the Patreon. Yeah. And the first one's going to be... Hairspray. So, listeners, jump onto our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash two drink cinema, if you want to get our bonus episodes and hear our reviews of our favourites. Yes. Two drinks in a mug. Jeez. Hey, two drink cinema listeners. Before we get into today's episode, you might have been expecting uh, a discussion on Sky High. If you're listening in order, we decided to flip a few things around and move Space Jam up because the new Space Jam, a new legacy, came out this week. So here's our chat for the 1996 original Space Jam film. Enjoy. Two drinks in a mug. Jeez. Cheers. Did you see the end of the last episode of No Pants, No Problems had a cheers? I did. Yeah. We actually got mentioned a fair bit in that one, which is yeah, good. I'm trying really hard on some cross-promotion. Anyway, this is Two Drink Cinema. This is not No Pants, No Problems. It's not No Pants, No Problems. Because I have a lot of problems. Uh, and But I don't have <laughs> pants. Thank you for joining us again um, on another episode of Two Drink Cinema. Brett's got his click pen I got my clicky ready. Pen. I've got no click pen because we know what I'm like with click pens. Uh, hello, brother. Hi. How's it going? Yes. He's down. Um, you know clicky pens, right? Yes. Um, every time I think clicky pens, it reminds me of an episode of Scrubs. Okay. Um, where somebody's ordering stationery. Yep. And this whole argument about, do you like clicky tops or twisty bottoms? Oh, twisty ones are shit. Twisty ones are shit because when I write, I don't know if I write twisty, Twist, yeah. but it untwists. Click has is more satisfying as well. Yeah, that's why the greatest pen ever was the um, four pen. Four pen. Because there's four clicks. That's all I use unless I don't want to click into my microphone. You know what else was click? A movie with Adam Sandler. It's not what we're talking about this week. Thank God, because I haven't watched it. We're not going to... <laughs> Oh, we might get to some Adam Sandler movies. Auntie Jenny, who is one of our regular listeners, has suggested that we watch The Ridiculous Six. Mm-hmm. Uh, our middle brother has suggested that we watch The Conjuring 4. I haven't seen The Conjuring 1, seen, 2, 3. No, I haven't seen Conjuring's 1, 3, 3. Also, do we really want to do a comedy podcast about horror movies? It could be a funny horror movie. Like, it's some horror... I, okay, I'm not a fan of horror movies. Yep. Not because they scare me, but because they don't scare me. I've also just remembered um, 
what I'm going to suggest to you next time I win a trivia. Oh. Okay. So sometime in the not too distant future. Because that is where we will spend the rest of our lives. <laughs> um, we do have a lot of um, flashbacks to the Plan 9, don't we? Because it's one of the best. It's one yeah. of our favourites. So if you haven't, that's a YouTube exclusive, Plan that 9. That is YouTube exclusive. So if you haven't checked out our YouTube channel, then head over to uh, our Two Drink Cinema on YouTube and make sure you do that. If you haven't subscribed to us on whatever podcast platform, Podcast platform. Podcast platform <laughs> you're listening to. We had a business meeting before this we recording. Did. So we that did. means I've had one extra drink because I was here for a little bit longer before our recording. So so welcome to this episode of Three Drinks Cinema. Three Drinks Cinema. We'll call it Three Drinks Cinema when we have a guest. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You know, oh, my God. I never thought that there were two of us and it's Two Drinks Cinema. Yeah, no, that's not the reason it's called Two Drink Cinema. The reason is because it sounds like Two Drink Minimum. Yeah. But there is also two of us. Yes. In our promo, we say there's two of us. We have two, two drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're Two four Drink drinks Cinema. Cin- Sometimes we're Four Drink Cinema. You'd guess by the my ability to speak tonight. Sometimes when you get later in episodes, it gets, yep. yeah. This week, we are talking about Space Jam. The original. The original. The 1996 Joe Pitka movie. I didn't look up Joe Pitka. I, no, I didn't either, but I knew things. Can now. <laughs> um, Joe Pitka, I think, if I'm correct in saying this, um, is like a, um, what do you call it? A director. Ad, like a commercials. He did like commercials and stuff. Well, this is really just one big commercial for Michael Jordan's comeback. Well, that's why they were like, well, because he did a lot of the, um, he did a lot of the commercials with Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan, like that. Oh, fuck, yeah, probably did Michael Jackson as well. <laughs> he was apparently like the biggest. He was like he's like the Steven Spielberg of Super Bowl ads. So, do you think maybe that he it was like Michael Jordan's like I want that guy to direct it. I don't know if Michael Jordan had a, oh he had a choice. He's fuck, Michael fucking Jordan. It's his movie. Because apparently there was or, there was an ad earlier on which was an ad with Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny. An ad for Air Jordans. Ah, yeah, so that was where There it is was born. it does seem when they do kidnap Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan already knows Bugs Bunny. No, but he knows Bugs Bunny. Yeah, but it seems like they have a bit of banter. Like they've met before. Him on the lips as soon exactly. As they meet. Exactly. Very forward. Consent. Hashtag me too. Uh, we open with R. Kelly. I believe I can die. Which we won't go into because R. Kelly is problematic. It's a good song, and that's all we're going to say. It's a good song, despite it, you know R. What? Kelly might not be a good bloke. It doesn't really fit the movie. Like, yeah, it's like 90s R&B. And yeah. it's about flying. Yeah. And Michael Jordan can fly. Yes. But it's not like the same vibe as the movie. Yeah, which like, is it's why like, it's just a little intro and then the credits. Yeah. Like, I get how the um, Quincy... What's his name? Barry White, um, <laughs> classic basketball Jones, is in the movie. 
which we'll get to <laughs> later because that was confusing, which is probably the bit of the movie I remember the least. So um, we'll, yeah. we'll get to the other part of the movie that I remember the least shortly. <laughs> but is it from the beginning to the end? <laughs> is it Bill Murray in general? <laughs> no, I, I remembered that Bill Murray was in it, but I didn't know to what extent. So this is a movie like... We've watched, we've rewatched a few nostalgic ones now, and unlike Mrs. Doubtfire that I've watched a few times over my life, I reckon it's pr- it's actually been at least ten years since I watched Space Jam, yeah, and I've probably only watched it three times. Right, like the other movie that had a famous basketballer in it. Shaq was in Shazam. Shazam. Do you reckon you've watched that more than once? No. No. That's not going to be our next nostalgic review. This is the greatest um, basketball movie, though. It's the highest grossing basketball movie ever made. Really? Yeah. And it ticks, It does tick a few boxes of sporting movies, but it doesn't have, and it's come up later in my notes, it doesn't have a training montage. No. Because Which is that disappointing. Was, that was the weird thing. It was like, oh, now they can play basketball. So yeah. we're not going to cover them. They went from a bunch of cartoon characters that had never played basketball before, so they chose to play basketball for their lives. Well, because they're little shorties, the aliens from mm. Moron Mountain. Um, which is another... What, what? Moron Mountain, really. Could have done better. I don't know what that... Who's, who is that joke for? Is it a, a Looney Tunes thing? I don't know. I don't think so. Because then, if you were going to be Looney Tunes and make it that aliens were doing something, wouldn't you just make it Marvin the Martian? Yeah. But Marvin the Martian then cleverly is the referee because he's impartial. Yeah, he's impartial between he's Looney aliens, and aliens. But he's not Earth. He's not an Earth tune. I found it very interesting that Wayne Knight got third billing. Yes. Right after Bugs Bunny. Yeah. So when Michael Jordan, Bugs Bunny, not Daffy Duck. Not Daffy Duck, not, not Lola Bunny. Not Danny DeVito. Not Danny DeVito. Who doesn't get any billing at the start. No. Uh, then Wayne Knight. Yeah. So it goes, the greatest basketballer of all time, the greatest animated rabbit of all time, Newman wow. from Seinfeld. Roger Rabbit is really offended. He shouldn't be. I don't know any other. Peter Rabbits. Rabbit. Peter Rabbit. Voiced by, is that Ewan McGregor? Who voices him in the new movies? Or is Ewan McGregor a human in it? I don't think Ewan McGregor's in it at all. I don't know. Anyway, wrong rabbit. Bugs Bunny is the most famous, he is the most famous animated, animated rabbit, rabbit of all time. It's also a very niche market. <laughs> There's not a lot of competition. It's like saying Mickey Mouse is the most famous animated mouse. And Wayne Knight is the most famous... Sitcom postman of all time. <laughs> Wasn't that... No, there was something in an old one, like the Honeymooners or some shit. The guy at the or end the of Brady Mrs... The Brady Bunch or The something. guy at the end of Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, him. him. No, you're thinking from the Brady Bunch, Sam the Butcher, Maybe who marries Alice the of. housekeeper. Yeah. But Wayne Knight gets an incredibly large billing considering the only other movie I could tell you, two movies I could tell you has been in a Jurassic Park and JFK. But then we Toy actually Story 2. we actually only oh, that's after this recognized the voice of Danny DeVito and then had to look him up 
Yeah. Like he I'm doesn't like, even get mentioned at the start of the movie. No. Maybe it's meant to be a surprise for the kids. <laughs> is that Danny DeVito, they say? <laughs> that is sounds, that the penguin? It sounds like the penguin. Um, I have to say. But also you can't not credit him because as soon as he spoke, he, he voices the head of Moron Mountain for those that haven't watched yeah. but should have watched. The, the mean alien. And he kind of just looks like Danny DeVito. They just drew him to be Danny DeVito. But you can't not know it's him. No, because it's it's Danny, Danny DeVito. DeVito. He doesn't put on voices. He just talks like Danny no, DeVito. He is just Danny it's like DeVito. we were saying about Michael Caine once. Michael Caine just always talks like Michael Caine. Yeah, that's just who he is. I'll save the listeners from another bad impression. We watched this together. We did, um, and we were trying not to talk to each other. <laughs> no, no, write, just write it down and save it. Just write it down and save it. A few times we went, oh, like no, no, we we could have had it like a dress rehearsal for tonight. We could have, but. That's too much planning. No, we're That's not. not what we're we not do. that good. Um, you and I watched it for the purposes of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shane, my husband, watched it to see the highlights package of Michael Jordan at yes. the start of the film. <laughs> After five minutes in, he was done. Yep. And go, huh, he actually went to North. I know he went to. I watched The Last Dance too. I get the in jokes about his dad being dead. <laughs> like, it's weird. It's, it, that's when it becomes weirder now. Because his dad's because Because watching The Last Dance, when I was a kid and was watching it, and he goes, oh, you know, I'm going to go play baseball because my dad liked baseball. Because I said once to my dad I was going to play baseball. Yeah, he goes, and then I'm like, that's stupid, Michael Jordan. Oh, but now you know that it's because like, his oh, dad's his dead. dad got murdered. Oh. Yep. Um, and his dad, not real, actor dad is at the start of the movie. But you mentioned, you said at the start of the movie there were so many... The pack, highlights package of Michael Jordan's basketball oh, was so stupid. long, but it really is. It's it's a Michael Jordan. It's a Michael Jordan movie. It's a Michael Jordan movie. So you had to play. You had to really set up for the audience that he was really good at basketball. So when he's really yep. bad at acting, yes, you're like, oh, okay, it's it's okay. It's oh. okay that he can't say a very simple line with any conviction because he's the greatest basketballer of all time. And when you look at it and you go, oh, he, he does think highly of himself. That's why it's really hard and not believable for him to play humble. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm not a basketballer. I'm like, shut up, Michael Jordan. Yeah, you know. You would not say that in real life. You'd just be like, shut up, alien. Shut up, alien. I'm the best. I'm the goat. I'm going. To, I will wager you for it, and then lose all my money on gambling addiction. Goat wasn't a thing in the '90s, though. The animal was. Yeah, but the term yeah, goat. Wasn't. The term goat. That's a new thing. Yeah. Goat. Now there's too many goats. Yeah, like the guy I used to work with who called LeBron Goat Two. That's not that's a not, thing. That's not how it works. It's second greatest of all time. Yeah, it's two goat. Yeah, or T goat. Would you do to goat? Would you do number two goat or T for number two, two or S for goat. second? Number two goat. Number two goat. Okay. So LeBron, star of Space Jam: A New Legacy, mm, he's two goat. He's two goat. I know basketball is not my thing. Yeah, I can't comment on who the greatest basketball player is because I've not really watched any basketball. I would say it's Andrew Gaze. I don't know. He's the greatest Australian basketballer that's played in Australia. Yeah. Everybody else that was better went over to the NBA. Yeah. Like Luke Longley. Including Ben Simmons, who's decided not to be in the Olympics. 
I need to write better notes. I've you written do. stupid fans at baseball. I don't know if that's a comment on the movie or just a comment about life. Well, the the other thing that was stupid about the baseball thing is when his all his teammates were like, "Oh, that's okay. You looked good when you struck out." Yeah, like, yeah. my strikeouts look ugly. At least yours look yeah, good. Yeah, maybe that's what you were saying. Maybe the f- I don't know. I have not. I didn't write it on the fans. I just wrote it on the bad security. Because Wayne the Knight, Wayne Knight, Wayne Knight just into the goes into the dugout. Yep. Hi, Mr. Jordan. But then we get the transition from the earth to the Moron Mountain, mm-hmm. which is a very good transition. From the I m- think one thing, one thing that goes throughout the movie is the transition from real life to cartoon yep. is very good. Yeah, yeah. And even the imposition... Of both of them at the same time. And people who've watched our big business episode will understand how super imposing works. Super imposing and imposing. Yep. The imposition of Michael into the Toon world. Yes. And vice versa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is done very well. It's done better than Michael's dog. Michael's dog looks fake There's one point where Michael comes home And then the dog jumps on him And it clearly looks like somebody just threw A stuffed dog dog on him Yep And then his dog Charles 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 Barkley Charles Barkley um, Has another special effects error Later when Daffy and Bugs break into Michael Jordan's house And at one When they first see the dog The dog's this big Little for the podcast listeners, like an orange, and then or a grapefruit. When they see the dog's head later in the closet, it's huge. It's like like a watermelon. A watermelon. That's a special effect fail. In that scene, I was more convinced that Bugs Bunny was really in that room than the dog. <laughs> the dog. <laughs> oh, the poor dog. Poor Charles Barkley. So we get we go to Moron Mountain and we get Danny DeVito in. Um, with uncredited, uncredited, DeVito. uncredited Danny DeVito, um, playing Danny DeVito, playing Danny DeVito in charge of a bunch of aliens on a theme park, a theme park on Moron Mountain. Yeah. Wait, is Moron Mountain the theme park's name? Yes. Or, okay. Like Magic Mountain. What's the planet? Oh. I think it's on an asteroid. Oh. Because they didn't go all the way to Mars. Oh, so those alien kid at the start where he goes, "This is boring, alien dad." Yep. They flew there from their planet onto an asteroid. Yes. Okay, that's what I'm going to go with. Yeah, so Moron Mountain run by Danny DeVito, badly run obviously by Danny DeVito. They're going broke. Yep. And they're shit house. So they decide to... It's like Wobby's world. ...come down to Earth and steal the Looney Tunes. They need, yeah, they need an attraction that's going to get people. So their only option, apparently, is to steal the Looney Tunes and kidnap them as slaves. So they plan to do that. And so Danny DeVito sends the little tiny aliens, the cute voiced one, the the weird voiced one, the intimidating one, and the stoner one. I don't know. The stoner alien for me was a weird choice. I think this predates Shrek and Pixar. That's correct. Right? So I... Yeah. Well, the real, you know, the deep into the... the, Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The impact that Pixar had. This predates that. I think it was an attempt 
to put in jokes for the parents. Okay. Rather than like Shrek and the Toy Stories and the Pixar ones as we go along. Right. Wrote wrote a script that works for both. Whereas I think Space Jam is a little bit more a kid's movie. Yes. And then the adults can go, oh, I've been stoned. Yeah, dude. Let's go get Michael Jordan. Yeah. Oh, I've been stoned. And that's how funny it is. Don't move up my thumb. That's the last. Imp- that's not the last impression I'm gonna. Do. That little alien is so cute. He I remember is. when I was a kid, I was like, "Oh, that little alien." I just thought he was cute. <laughs> the actual, the actual adult jokes, uh, not adult, not inverted yeah, come okay. in. Jokes for adults. Jokes for the parents are all from Bill Murray, yeah. who is credited as himself, but he's also just Bill Murray. He's just Peter Venkman. Yeah. Is that his character? Is that uh, the right character? No, Venkman, I think, is, is that Harold Ramis. Oh. Anyway. Or is that joke later on to go, hey, it's Dan Aykroyd when he comes up. <laughs> I thought that I didn't was know funny. Dan Aykroyd was in this feature. How did you go with the breaking of the fourth wall so often? Oh. It's I not- wasn't, I get it. When it's a kid's thing and it's Bugs Bunny, I get it because he would do that in a Looney Tunes Show well, you didn't accept that when I said Deadpool did that in the comics. Yeah, well, you can't break a fourth wall of a comic. You can, and Deadpool did, right? So, but, but it's a third this wall. This was also it's, very meta because it's two D. Actually, comics Space Jam was meta. <laughs> comics two D, so he's breaking the third, third wall. wall. Well, I'm fine with three walls. Where's the first wall? Let's have a chat. An open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. No pants, no problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favourite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at No Pants Pod. So... You mentioned during the break Tweety Bird. I did. I used to have a Tweety Bird is, toy is that I got your, from a Melbourne show bag. Is he your favourite Looney Tune? Yes. Even though you weren't sure of his gender. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I Hashtag think, problematic. I think at the time of being a child, I didn't know or care. About gender. Of what gender Tweety was. You still don't know and care about gender. No. Yeah, because it's 2021. He's a social construct. Yep. Um, so, But then at the same time, I thought, then watching it now and going, I'm like, oh, Tweety's a girl. But then Tweety's not a girl, apparently. No. I was like, does Tweety need a gender? It's a bird. Birds do have genders. Uh, well, no, birds, birds have sexes. Yeah. So that they can mate and procreate. Yeah. I don't know if birds have genders. Uh-huh. Maybe Tweety is non-binary. Maybe. But male in the sex part. Yeah. it's They're a bird, so it doesn't really matter. Tweety's a bird. And your favourite, my favourite was always Tazzy Devil. Which is very patriotic of you. And not problematic. Except for the destruction. Yeah. So prob- there are a couple of problematic uh, Looney Tunes, though. One of them is Peppy Le Pew. Peppy the Rapist. Hashtag consent. Consent. 
Hashtag Rohypno. My milkshake brings the skunks to the yard. Um, That's a smelly milkshake. So I don't think I've seen any Pepe Le Pew in the trailers for Space Jam and New Legacy. I don't think that Pepe Le Pew will make an appearance. The other one which at time at a time was mentioned about potentially being problematic was Foghorn Leghorn. I see, I see. Why? Because yes. it talks like this. Well, that was bad. That Ding, act- ring your bell, take a drink, bad impression. That's done. actually better than some of your others. Yep. I don't necessarily agree with the problematicness of Foghorn Leghorn. I think it came up because the South yes. was problematic for a while. Yeah, well, it has been for a very yeah, long time. Yeah, no, but yeah. like anything to oh, do with okay. the South. Yeah. Like the Dixie Chicks changed their name to the Chicks. Yes. And you can't get a Dixie ice cream anymore. Oh. I think you can. It's just called different. And so I think when, and they pushed all the statues into the river. Yeah, like. Of the old Confederate yeah. generals. Yeah. And I think as much as Foghorn Leghorn potentially sounds like a Confederate general. He doesn't have a slave. No. So he's probably not so problematic. I think, no. People talk like that. Yeah. That's like saying Blanche, Speedy Gonzalez. Blanche Devereaux's is... dad in The Golden Girl speaks yeah. like that, but he hasn't yeah. been cancelled. No, they didn't have slaves, though. Yeah. In The Golden Girls. There was one really bad joke, an episode I watched recently, where Betty White... Um, whose name I've forgotten. Rose. Rose, Rose Nyland. <laughs> yeah. Rose lost Blanche's bracelet. Mm-hmm. So offers instead to be her Flugenhagen. Oh, no. Which did her bidding for a week. Okay. And so the bad joke came towards the end of the episode when she'd been her Flugenhagen for a week and was essentially her slave. Yeah, yeah. And then Blanche said, if we'd had Flugenhagens in the South, maybe we wouldn't have had that pesky war. Oh. <laughs> Implying that if oh. if white people had done the work oh, for us, no. we wouldn't have had to had the war about the black, oh. black slaves. Blanche, you dirty slut. So... Oh. <laughs> As much as we're okay with Blanche being a sex-positive senior, we're not so maybe, okay maybe with her, her having slaves. <laughs> her family history is questionable. Yes. Uh, just like Foghorn Leghorn's family history may be questionable, but I don't think Foghorn Leghorn as a character is problematic. But he's the character on the team that you should just set up like the chief from... One flavor of the cuckoo's yeah, nest. Yeah. Just sit him at the basket because he's the tallest. Yeah. And you just put him there on the rare occasion that Michael Jordan doesn't make a slam dunk. Yes. And if Michael Jordan doesn't, then Lola Bunny does, which is also, if we're saying problematic. Problematic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sexy Lola. You know what? I didn't know that Lola Bunny was just made up for Space Jam. I didn't, but it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. So they were all like, "We need a, we need a girl. We need a Jessica Rabbit." Because is what they're saying. There's three women 
in the Looney Tune land. And one's granny. One's granny and one's a witch. And the other might be Tweety. I'm still not sure. I'm not convinced. <laughs> no, and one's Pepe Le Pew's cat. Okay. The so, skunk that's... The so one's, that looks like a skunk. One's an old lady. One's an old lady. One's a witch. Yeah. And one's a victim. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we you can need... argue that the granny's a victim. Her bird keeps getting eaten. Well, the bird's the victim. Tweety. Yeah. Yeah. But granny's not a victim. Granny will have been, She's been robbed. Had some psychological damage Wait, by the fact that Sylvester Granny's cat as well. Every three weeks, her pet gets eaten. That's true for twenty minutes. Um, because yeah, they made Lola what Bunny. Gen, what gender is Roadrunner? I don't know. It doesn't make it. Doesn't appearance. need one. Yeah, Roadrunner is just at the start when Porky Pig's we're gonna pause this cartoon when Michael Jordan's kids are watching it. And the cartoon oh, actually course. just yeah, stops. Yeah, and Wiley Cody, and that's it. Yeah. Whereas you would think that Wiley Cody and Roadrunner, in terms of status of Looney Tune hierarchy, yeah, are pretty popular. Yeah. I would have Bugs, Daffy, Sylvester, Tweedy, Roadrunner, Wiley Cody, Elmer Fudd, Porky Pig, Tazzy Devil. Yosemite Sam. Yosemite Sam. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Plus Michael Jordan, that's 11. That's well enough for a basketball team. Plus Granny as the cheer squad. As the cheer squad, yeah. Plus Bill Murray, plus Newman. That's plenty. That's almost too much. Considering the aliens don't have a bench. Yeah, it's just the five of them. Yeah. But they're super magicked up. So they steal the powers from the five players, one of or two of which I've heard of before. You get becoming purple invisible goo. Yes. That then goes into Alex their Mack noses. style. Yep. Or like we the Sky High episode. Yep. Um, the Maybe that's where goo. they got it from. Maybe. Um, then it goes into they need this ball. Then they then go into the powers from the players into them into the ball. So that's just their talent. They collect the talent in of, the magical basketball. In the magical basketball. And then they infect themselves with the talent and become super big and less cute. Yeah, so they don't just take their talent. They then also don't take their height. So then they're even taller than the actual players. Yeah, because all that talent of the five, the two through six best basketballers of the 90s. <laughs> Not even, I don't think. <laughs> um, they just were the five best that were on the court they're that the, the guys f- went to. It's just the five that said yes. Dennis Rodman could have easily been one of them. Yeah, and Scottie Pippen. Yeah, probably Scotty, yeah. probably three of the best basketballers of the '90s were playing in that Chicago Bulls team. Yeah, that's Shane. What, Shane will be able to tell. That's me. what Last Dance told me. Yeah, Michael Jordan was great. Scottie Pippen was better, but nobody liked him. And Dennis Rodman was a crazy person, but also great. Yeah, yeah. And then Luke Longley was also there, but not in the documentary. No, he didn't want any money from it. Anyway, I've just found another problematic. Moment. Uh oh. When Michael Jordan goes home for dinner, I'll give anybody listening two guesses what they eat. <laughs> oh, I thought that too. I'm going to go. Okay. Well, I think one thing that the African American family is going to eat is going to be chicken. Correct. Is it chicken? Okay. What would you have on the side of your chicken if you were an oh. African American family? <laughs> Because I'm a white man writing a movie with African-American characters, <laughs> I think that I'm going to say collard greens. Correct. Oh, and then 
Watermelon for dessert. Um, that also brings up another question. That you could easily have had Michael Jordan's real family. Like they're in yes. two scenes. Except his dad. No, but like his real wife and kids. Oh, yeah. Right? Did he have scene. that many kids? I think he's uh, three. Right. You're not obviously not too worried about actors. You've cast six basketball players in a movie, including the lead. Yeah. They're in two scenes. Just have his real family. Yeah. Like, because the kids aren't that great actors that they got to play Michael Jordan's kids. No, they don't really do that much anyway, like you were saying. No, they just get the bag with the gear in it at the end. What I love but about... But they don't freak out. They're at home, right? And then they, the kids wake up in the middle of the night, or one girl, then she, because Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck are in their house. And they just wake up and be like, oh, yeah, here's his shorts. That's all? Yeah. You they freak out that there's an animated rabbit in your house? They ask why after they give him the shorts. And they go, we've kidnapped your dad. Oh, no, that's fine. Here, go. Yeah, take yeah. him. That's fine. No, because kids trust cartoon Don't characters. Don't tell your mum. Future therapy. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> yeah. Kids trust cartoon characters. And they have no reason at that age to think that they're not real. They are real, though. Like, if I was that age and Agro popped up in my kitchen, <laughs> I'd be like, hey, Agro, how's it going? What do you want? Oh, yeah, he's... 20 bucks. And then mum and dad would freak out when Jamie Dunn, the guy with the his hand up aggro, was behind the kitchen bench. <laughs> Lee, problematic in itself. Yes. Anyway. Uh, we've ticked off the problematicness. I have a question. Of this movie. The, the have Looney of Tunes theme is a great piece of music. <laughs> and even overture curtain lights. What happened to the frog? Makes me think of Seinfeld. In Seinfeld, they go to the opera. Yes. Right? They go to see, um, yeah. And then Elaine, who's the classy one, says, we've got to go in. The overture's about to start. And there Jen goes, overture. <laughs> and Elaine's like, got the Pez. Is everything is everything a joke to you? <laughs> no, the Pez is when George is dating the concert pianist. Oh, right, okay. And he puts yeah. the Pez on Elaine's lap and Elaine yeah. laughs. The um, oh. opera is they go to Crazy see Devola. the one about the sad clown. Yeah. What's it called? Rigoletto. Nah. Nah. Rigoletto. Puccini. Rigoletto is from um, Some Like It Hot. Rigatoni. Rigoletto's. Oh. <laughs> A restaurant or whatever. Puccini's. Puccini mushrooms. You love mushrooms. <laughs> no, Puccini's. Puccini wrote. Uh, the opera about the sad The clown. opera about the sad clown. Now it's annoying, even though this has nothing to do with. Um, oh, I'll sing over the thinking Space music. Jam. Overture. Sad, I'm just going to Google. This is it. We'll hit the Sad heights. clown opera. And all what heights. Oh, that, we'll I didn't spell that, but that'll correct. Pagliacci. Pagliacci. Crazy Joe Devola. All right. So, in our next podcast, which is the rewatch of Seinfeld. <laughs> After um, our okay. ruining of friends, I have to. I have questions about the universe and the constructs of this whole movie. Okay, constructs isn't a word. Anyway, the universe in general, or the universe in this movie? In this movie, okay, because they're completely different. Because I'm totally not qualified to answer any questions about the universe in general. All right, so we have a caller. 
No, we don't have a caller. It is not bling, Stephen bling. Hawking. Yes, he did. No. It's no deal to grass Tyson is going to come on. Anyway, so you're in the earth. You're at the, the real, let's call it the real world, the Michael Jordan real world. Yep. Then of that real world, mm-hmm. there is space. Yep, above. Which, which is, is where, where the aliens more on More mountain, on mountains. Right? Yes. So then under earth <laughs> yes. is Looney Tune Land. Looney Tune Land, right? Yep. Which has, has its a- own blue sky. And has its own space. Yep. You, because I don't, Marvin the Martian is Looney Tune space. I don't think you've gone... I don't think you really go underground. I think you do. It's into a parallel universe. Oh, through the eighteenth hole. Yeah, the T and just whoop. Yep. I was going to make a very obscure reference to that German Netflix series Dark, but you won't get it, and neither will most of our listeners. I think. I think if you made that joke, that I would be in the dark. Uh, Hey, do yourself a favor. Do yourself a favor. Watch the series Dark, but. Be switched on, and you might need to write notes. Yeah. So but it's, it's very good. Tuneland is underground, where there's clear blue sky, three women, and no speech pathologists. I think it's a um, yeah. I think it's a parallel universe with no speech pathologists. Because half, the, which I've never noticed about Looney Tunes before, but the majority of them have speech impediments. Wonder if our friends, the speech pathologists. Can watch Looney Tunes without and just think, ah, uh, no, that's uh, a cleft palate. Uh, I don't know, is that, bleep, is that bleep, a bleep, 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 bleep. so? What do we got? Sylvester, Sylvester has, spits all over the screen. Yeah. Daffy Duck has the same thing. Daffy Duck, Elmer Fudd, yeah. no, Porky Pig, Porky stutters. Pig. Well, Elmer Fudd. That's another, that that's another point. Elmer Fudd and Porky Pig look exactly the yeah, same, except <laughs> or just change the nose. Yeah, okay, yeah. just change the nose and give Elmer Fudd occasionally a hat. Yeah. Somebody who are, well then there's fog no somebody doesn't talk properly with their L's and R's. Where's that Bugs Bunny? Tweety. Oh, that's true. Granny. Oh, she just speaks she like talk. Granny. She speaks sometimes. Um, there's a random dog in there that I don't. There were some characters in the Looney Tunes squad, the Avengers of the Looney Tunes, that came together to defeat yep. the aliens. Um, Danny DeVito. Does that make Danny DeVito the Thanos of Looney Tunes? Yeah, he's Thanos. Yeah. And then if I knew any of the other baddies, that'd be them. Yeah. Yep. It's I think mainly it makes Thanos. Bugs Bunny Captain America. It does. Or okay. does it make him Nick Fury? Lola Bunny is Scarlett Johansson. Obviously. Because there's one girl. <laughs> is it problematic if I say Michael yes. Jordan? Okay. <laughs> is Nick Fury. Another note I've written, which I don't know now, says Mrs. Raymond. Does anybody know who oh, Mrs. Raymond so is? In the basketball, the first basketball game they go to when they're stealing the powers of Charles Barkley, mm. they're aliens that somehow <laughs> that somehow operate this trench coat <laughs> sit next to Patricia Heaton, who was um, Ray Romano's wife in Everybody Loves Raymond. It, oh, yeah, it, who who then sits next to... Homer Simpson. Yeah, pretty much. Um, the little aliens are about the size of your hand. Yeah. So that's How do I, five I, of them make a human that's taller than Dan Castanella? And then I think what it is, is there's three of them that are, okay. I think I'm going to imagine it's some sort of Power Ranger Megazord thing. That okay. one operates one leg, one operates one arm. Oh, you think they've got like crutches and stilts? Yeah. yeah. I used to be scared of stilt walkers. 
That doesn't surprise me. I don't know why. Did you go to the circus once and they freaked you out? One stood Was on it because me. of Return to Oz and they look like wheelies? I don't remember any moment that made me scared of stilt walkers, but I do remember, I think it must have been one Moomba. Well, there you go. Outside the art centre, there were stilt walkers outside the State Theatre. There were stilt walkers and I cried. I think I remember this. Yeah, I think it was Moomba 2021. <laughs> Dan Andrews on his stilts. That's how he broke his back. Ooh. Um, so, yeah, okay, so then, Mrs. Yeah. Raymond. Then. And then she <laughs> says, and then she says, Bob, I don't think she even says his name because they're credited as female. No, there's no spectator, male spectator. Yeah, it's just like, I told you to get the better tickets. And it's like, darling, this man's doing something weird under his trench coat. Yeah. So that's a joke for the parents, that one, yep, I think. That is a joke for the parents. She. She would be straight onto security now. Yes. Karen. Um, Bill Murray. Yes. Um, I don't really understand why he's in the movie. Like, why does it need to I be was gonna say Murray? I was going to say comic relief, but then there's the entire Looney there's Tunes Looney cast. Looney Tunes. Is it Hang for on. parents? Are they Looney Tunes or Looney Tunes? Well, it's spelled tunes. Is it? Because I always thought the Looney... Looney Tunes. Oh, because they're cartoons. I always thought the Looney Tunes was them. they're cartoons. But the Looney Looney Tunes... So Looney Tunes is an American animated, from Wikipedia, comedy short film series produced by Warner Brothers from 30 to 69, along with the accompanying series Merry Melodies during the Mm -hmm. golden age of American animation. So I always thought the Looney Tunes... Were the ones they did with Bugs Bunny's conducting where an orchestra. Bugs Bunny's playing the piano and Barbara of Seville shaving Elmer Fudd's head. I think that's the Looney Tunes. Oh, and then Looney Tunes because they're cartoons. Yeah, and then I think the Looney Tunes is another thing. Well, are they Toon Squad or Tune Squad in the movie? The basketball. No, team. do you know that's it? Looney Tunes. Then so they're Tune Squad. They're it's the Looney Tunes. I don't think they really had their own thing separate to the music-y things. That Melodies. Oh. I think Merry Melodies are the ones we're thinking of where Bugs is the conductor. Yeah. And then Looney Tunes is little almost silent filmy kind of the tune is going. Oh, and fantasia okay, yeah, yeah. style. Because they don't, like Wile E. Coyote and Roadrunner don't speak. No. I should have done some research. Unless you count. That's better. better. Yeah. Um, Isolate that. Have that in our sound pad that's coming. Because I, yeah. I didn't know. I don't know if we need Bill Murray. Um, He did have some funny lines, like when a thing and then Michael Jordan. I nearly said Jackson again. Michael MJ. I'll just say MJ. Gets um, whooped down the... Golf hole by golf hole <laughs> by yeah. um, Bugs Money. Yep, not by Rodney Dangerfield. It's not no. a, not a uh, crossover. Yeah, crossover. Which Bill Murray is in? Um, and then, which is why I was going to say Groundhog Day. Him but and that's Larry Bird, a different little thing yeah. coming out of a hole. Him and Larry Bird and Newman are just standing there like yep. WTF. I don't. And what's in the camera? And then he that points the camera. camera. Don't point that camera at me. Um, 
And then later on, it's like, I'm just going to mark that down as a two. <laughs> yeah. we, weren't, we weren't in an emotional state to part. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's funny as an adult. They're the, Kids, no. They're the jokes. I think there's layers to the film. I don't think they quite... There is. There's space. Earth <laughs> and then And then space <laughs> and then tune land. I don't think they did the layers quite as well as the later Pixar movies do. I think it felt... You know how when you make a cake, so mum at the cafe makes jelly slice, right? And sometimes the cheesecakey bit is perfect and the jelly is perfect and there's a line separating them. Yeah. And sometimes they seep together. Okay. I think in the Toy Story, they all seep together, which is a good thing. Okay, yeah. But in Space Jam, it's like, okay, Bill Murray is the joke with clever adults. Bugs Bunny right. is the funny thing. This is the slapstick. slapstick yeah. Patricia Heaton makes the wanking joke. Yeah. You know, it's very leveled. Yeah. But it's also not. They didn't. The people who wrote this movie didn't go in going, we're going to write a, a wanking joke for really Patricia Heaton. Like good, strong animated movie like a Toy Story. This is a movie where the number one build actor, in quotation marks, is a basketball player and this second number build person is an animated rabbit. Let's not take ourselves too seriously here. But it's also, it's an animated rabbit, but it's not Mel Blanc. It's not. It's f- it's it's not. You no. Can, it's weird because certain times you were like, ha and then other times you're like, that's not no, Bugs Bunny. It's not Bugs Bunny. Great though. Still very good. So the monsters turn nasty when they're challenging. So... Fast, skipping ahead. Yeah. They kidnap Michael Jordan. Correct. Down, convince him to play basketball by kissing well, him on the mouth. Well, no, they didn't. And then the only way they convinced him was that then the aliens come got in and nasty. just like, talk a lot of smack. And then he's like, I'm a competitive son of a bitch. You're on. Which, if you've seen The Last Dance. Which everybody has. If The Last Dance was talking about Space Jam... It would go, Monstar says Baldy, then it would cut back to Michael Jordan and say, and I took that personally. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, that was the theme of The Last Dance. Yeah. Michael Jordan takes something personally and then scores 50 points in one quarter of basketball. <laughs> Michael Jordan takes something personally and you're fucked. Yep. And then wins six championships. And then, and then raises the betting because he had a gambling problem. So he did took, take that personally and then he gets convinced to join... And then we have the whole thing of the other basketballers on the real world surface losing their talent. Yeah. Basketball Jones, the classic Barry White, that yeah. seems like a duet between Barry Basketball White and Jones. Salt and Pepper. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, that whole scene was Charles Barkley walking around an inner city, predominantly playground. black neighborhood. Yep. With a Barry White song to remind... It's almost like to remind people that this is a mid-90s movie with black people yeah. in it. Yeah, I'm like, it we get it. So he goes and watch these hoodlums play basketball They're around, not hoodlums, the, around the corner from the school from Sister Act 2 yes. in that same neighbourhood with this weird Basketball Jones song in the background. So oh, Basketball can play, Jones... Can we play some of that on the thing? Yeah, I'm going to just... I'm going to stick it in here. So... 
Basketball, Basketball Jones, Jones is a song by Barry White and Chris Rock. Yes, because he's just like, hey, Mr. Jones, you want to play basketball? But also, Basketball Jones is a 1973 animated short film based on the Cheech and Chong song. Oh, problematic. So, Cheech and Chong made a song called Basketball Jones. I'm not going to say that again. And then they there was a 1973 animated short film based on the song. And then... And then, and then Barry White and Chris then, Rock did a version of it for Space Jam? Barry White and Chris Rock did a version of it for Space Jam. And then Basketball the song Jones. features in an episode of The Simpsons because, Basketball of course, Jones. it does. Basketball Jones. That's Hang on. basically the song. Hang on. The Blossoms and Michelle Phillips from the Mummers and the Puppers performed vocals as cheerleaders on the track Basketball Jones from Space Jam. One of the Mummers and the Puppers was a backing singer oh, for no. Chris Rock in the movie Space Jam. Oh. Oh, dear. That was the most... That scene, that scene did not fit with the movie. That whole storyline of them losing their powers and having to try to get it back and then essentially no one can go to the basketball because everyone's scared they're going to lose the ability to use their limbs. Yes. I totally had no idea that was in it. I totally forgot about that. It's kind of like the start of the story. Like that's the only reason why they had to steal... No. No, no. This, the, yeah, no, no, okay. Yeah, I totally forgot that there were any other basketballers in it. I thought okay, it was yeah, literally yeah. someone's threatening the Looney Tunes. They kidnap Michael Jordan. They play basketball. They win the end. Okay, yeah. But instead, there's this whole basketball Jones. There's Sub-plot. this whole acupuncture going to the crystal ball woman. There's going to the hospital. There's... Shutting down the stadium. They didn't even shut down stadiums for COVID. No. And then that all thing happens, which I totally forgot about. There was an impotence joke in Looney Tunes. Can't get it. Can't get it up. Can't remember, but I wrote it down. Oh, you know what? There was a joke of, which wasn't very subtle. Mm-hmm. When Bugs, you know, Lola Bunny rocks up. Yes. And then Ooga. Well, also. If someone walked in that you'd never met before that had the same last name as you, would you instantly fall in love with them? No, I would think they're would you be related like, to me, especially when they look a lot like me. Yeah. But also, she's the only one wearing clothes. No, I thought, no, why do girls wear clothes and boys don't? Because she can't have boobs out. Because that would be too sexual. Yeah. Um, then she, you know, whatever, she says, don't call me doll. Then she goes, I'm the She's only, the only, one I'm the only person in Tuneland that can play basketball, but you don't want me on your team because I'm a girl. And then she does something or like blows a kiss to Bugs or whatever. And then he just goes like stiff as a board. Oh, yeah. And then she's like, clunk, clunk, clunk on the floor because he's stiff. I'm like, that's bad. That's the opposite of the impotence joke I wrote down that I can't remember. I don't know. So then... We get a... Basketball Jones. Sorry. <laughs> I feel sorry for Newman having to look for Michael Jordan after he gets kidnapped 
But he's an incredibly hardworking person. He dug that huge hole with one shovel. With one shovel and with nobody working at that golf club stopping him. Yeah. Someone gets to that green. That greenskeeper is like... He's dug about... Human. <laughs> he's dug about a tonne of dirt out before someone gets to that green. He's like, hey, why isn't there a hole here? It's like, there is a hole, but there's no golf hole. Yeah. But why... Like, surely it take. There's enough people playing on that course... The other thing I didn't quite get with the movie was how long, how long is this? Because one hour like, twenty eight minutes. No, huh, oh. huh, huh. Um, but I'm no, pick up your pen. No, it's fine. But like, how long is it between Michael Jordan getting kidnapped by Bugs Bunny to the game at the end? You see, because this thing about well, no timelines no, in because movies. at one point there's thing, there's obviously been various days because he gets kidnapped in the day, yep. and then one night I don't know if it's the same night, the mm. Bugs Bunny and da- the Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck go and steal his shorts. Okay, I reckon then it's he about- comes. Then it's obviously there's an overnight stay. Yes, because at one point, Michael Jordan's wife is just like, "Where's your dad?" Like, he's been gone from what I can assume is at least a week. It's with Dennis Rodman in Vegas. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> is she just used to him just... Used to him going to off? play one round of golf with Larry Bird that turns into a five-day bender. Yeah. But only Newman cares that he gets back, but only so he can play baseball. Yeah. Um, it was just with the timeline... I, I don't know why. Yes. I don't know why in a you movie. Have this thing about timelines. I don't know why in a movie where it's about aliens playing basketball against Michael Jordan and Looney Tunes, am I so concerned with the realism of time and the structure of the universe? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, Brett, don't dive too deep into some movies. Yeah. Save that for our podcast. I don't want to like this movie anymore. <laughs> okay. We're just going to pick out go, every little This was little bad pothole. because Michael Jordan can't act. He's still got paid a shitload of money. You already knew that. It's an ad. It's a giant ad. No, it was funny. Mm. You know, when I'm doing something and Michael Jordan needs to go somewhere. Oh, Newman comes Newman in. Newman comes in and goes, hey, Michael Jordan, um, make sure you put on your wake Hanes. up, put your Hanes, have your Wheaties. Get your Nike your and your Nike Powerade and we're and off. Get and go get a Big Mac. <laughs> yep. Like, ding, 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 ding. And that's ching, ching. the guy that's the director, Joe Pitka, being yep. the commercial yep. director. Yeah, going, quick, get another thing and we can get another million. But also just taking the piss out of how many ads Michael Michael's Jordan. done. Yeah. yeah. One thing you questioned during... Well, you didn't question, it came up. When they're tra- thinking about a name for the team... Daffy suggests the Ducks. Oh, yes. And Bug goes, oh, what kind of Mickey Mouse organisation would name their team the Ducks? That's a jab at Disney. At Disney. And and the Mighty Ducks. Ducks. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think you got that at the time. I didn't. But it's like, eh. Okay. I was like, no, because it's like, it would have been funny if Mickey Mouse Corporation is like a slang term for like second rate two bit. It is. Oh, is it? Yeah, what kind of Mickey Mouse organisation is this? It's not serious, it's half-assed, it's... Oh. Yeah. I think the Mickey Mouse organisation has done pretty well for itself. Yeah. It's just, no, it's a saying, though. I, yeah, really? Yeah, you're right, it doesn't make sense. I've never heard of it before. Um, Paul Daffy. 
But that's the joke. That's the joke of Daffy. He's the second. Yeah. And he's always trying to be above. He's um, the Scotty Pippen of the Tune Squad. He's the Scotty Pippen of the Tune Squad. And speaking of uh, speech pathology, Daffy lisps on words that doesn't even have an S sound in it. Like he just lisps in every possible word. Oh. If you watch it again. That's true. He just throws a lisp in on like the word today. 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 (laughs) Uh, I'm not a speech pathologist um, and we may have one listening, but if you had that kind of lisp, you wouldn't lisp in the word today. No. No. It's the syllabants. Syllabants? Um, That's my little bit of linguistic knowledge. Spit shine. Here's a question. Uh, maybe a question for Marvin the Martian, the neutral referee. Yes. Is burning foghorn leghorn a foul? <laughs> <laughs> foghorn leghorn himself is a foul. Yes. F-O-W-L. But apparently, even though there is a referee, there's no rules. There's no rules. You can turn someone into a giant blimp. Yes. Um, you can just shoot a bazooka through someone. You can set fire to someone. You set fire to someone. You can blow them up with Acme Dynamite. Yep. You can squash them flat. Yep. You can uh, just stand on them like they did on Tweety Bird. Oh, Tweety. Oh. And then it's all fun and games until someone hurts bugs and then, oh, shit's gone down now. Yeah. It was fine. And then it's bugs hurts and the, uh, foul. I'm like, fuck off, Marvin. You don't even need to be here. <laughs> At some point, he isn't there. Like, he's that bad of a referee that the Monstars literally throw him out of the stadium <laughs> and he doesn't call a foul. Man- um, is that Marvin the Martian? Does he talk like that? Yes. Good. Not like that, but similar to. In proper traditional cartoon styles, the toon jokes come very quickly. Bang, 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 bang. Like, this guy gets hit, this guy says oh, yeah. something, this just guy gets hit, this guy... Bang, 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 bang. But as well as the lines, the lines are just like bang, 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 bang. So quick. Almost too quick. Yeah. Even to like when the two guys with guns, Elmer Fudd, who isn't Porky Pig, and Yosemite Sam did a little Reservoir Dogs thing. Oh, yeah. That's just like goes for that long. Pulp Fiction. Oh, Pulp Fiction. It just goes for that long. Yeah. And like... It's obviously in there for the adults, but you have to be kind of quick to put that together. Yeah, and then, but then they move on to the next joke. You know what the funny thing is? Was like they just played. They started just playing basketball. Yeah, I'm like, oh, our normal basketball isn't working. And they're like, hang on a minute, why don't we use some of our crazy Looney Tune antics? Like you're just thinking of that now. Well, I'm. I guessed from the trailer of New Legacy, it's exactly the same thing. Porky Pig raps. I saw a trailer of that. LeBron at halftime literally just says, hey, your tunes, let's use that to our advantage in the second half and then they win. Sorry, folks, you don't have to go and see a new legacy. Spoiler alert. I haven't seen it. I'm just guessing at it. It's also that kind of movie. You know they're going to win. You know what I I thought? Mm. Where was Speedy Gonzalez? Is Is he a Looney Tune? Yeah, sure. Or is he problematic? He's Mexican. Is he? It's not voiced by Mexican. He could have been in this if they hired a Mexican. <laughs> could be. Because I thought that his ability would be quite useful in a game of basketball. Underlay, underlay. Riba, riba. Just whoop shot, whoop shot, whoop shot. 
Speedy Gonzalez. he's a Looney Tune. Yeah. Speedy Gonzalez is an animated cartoon character in the Warner Brothers Looney Tunes and Merry Melodies series of cartoons. His first appearance was in Cat Tales for Two in 1953 and he's a mouse. Yes, he's a mouse. Species mouse. Um, because I would have said if I was okay, so if I was making a start in five, yes, of Looney Tunes and Michael Jordan, yeah, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, Leghorn. Michael, I don't know, he's a bit slow. He's tall. Michael Jordan, Bugs Bunny, because you need a bit of leadership. Because you need also, it's a Looney Tunes movie. You need Bugs Bunny, Lola Bunny, because she was the only one She's that could actually play talent, basketball. Yep, and diversity. I would have then said Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah, he could have outrun those monsters, right? Pretty easily. And maybe then a foghorn leghorn or Tassie Devil's quick. Uh, but he just but he's just the place. he did pop two balls just as his entrance. Yeah, true. Um it's tough. But you've got to have interchanges. Unless you're a at, monster. I would have at least had Speedy Gonzalez on the bench. The bench some of the bench shots were funny. You know, when it's like, oh god, we're nearly done here, guys. We've only got four thing and then Bill Murray rocks up out of nowhere. Yeah. It's like Sylvester in a full body cast, yeah. Tweety yes. in an iron lung, which looks hilarious, <laughs> and then just a roast chicken. A roast chicken. Oh, oh foghorn leghorn. A fail. Oh, 11 secret herbs and spices. The only problem with the inclusion of a human into the Toon world is Michael Jordan doesn't know who he's looking at. What? It's well done, even to the point of Bugs Bunny touching Michael Jordan is good yes. and well animated. Yeah. But Michael Jordan always looks just over here. Oh, instead of... <laughs> instead of looking at I'm someone. I'm going to talk to you. <laughs> or he's either looking just next to the person or at their, like their left shoulder. Yeah. It was all done by green screen. Like there's photos of the making of Space Jam and just yeah. green screen with people in green suits. Yeah, that's how they do things. Wow. Yeah. But then it was like, so then that shouldn't have been a problem. But I think that's why it probably works better than if you're making it today. I haven't seen it. But if you're making the combination of real life with mm-hmm. animated, because it's all computer animated, it can't just be like LeBron looking at a computer. I think they would still do, they do the tennis ball on the stick thing. Like they did the oh, Nutty yeah, Professor, okay. maybe. Maybe, I don't know. You know that scene in the Nutty Professor, the Eddie Murphy one? Hercules, Hercules, Yeah, Hercules. where they're all at the dinner table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just Eddie at the head of the... They shot it with Eddie at the head of the table and six tennis balls. Then they shot it, Eddie sitting here continuity and six nightmare. tennis balls. Mm. But it's a good movie. Maybe we'll add that on the list. All right. There's another moment where he took it personal when they make a deal, you know, for the the game. If you oh. win, you get if you win, you get me. Yep. If you lose, the tunes are all free. And you give them back their powers. Yes. And then the halftime inspirational or the end inspirational speech when they run out of Michael's special oh, juice. Michael's special juice. Mm, from under the trench coat. 
was was but Tin Man, you've had a heart all along. Yes, Michael Jordan said you've been. It's been inside you all it's along. It's been inside you all along. My special juice has been inside you all along. Oh, <laughs> poor R. Kelly. And of course, the game ends with a Michael Jordan buzzer beater of the stretchy Toonland. He also doesn't consistent stretching of the arm. <laughs> I thought he would fly. Because he because believes he can fly. R. Kelly hinted at that earlier. But also he's Air Jordan. <laughs> but also at the start of the movie. I'm gonna fly one day. The little kid flies to the hoop. Yeah. I thought he was just gonna fly. Yeah. But the Morpheus moment happens where yes. Bugs convince him that you know, do you think my strength and my speed has anything to do with my muscles in a place like this? It's all because you're underground in a separate universe with a sky yeah. in its own space. Exactly like the Matrix. Yeah. Maybe that's where the where the Wachowskis got the I idea. I reckon it is. Yeah. And then three years later, and did, boom, the Matrix. And then did two other movies that are in no way related to that. No. To Space Jam. They're related to the, uh, the first Matrix. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Such a violent movie. I love that in cartoons you can be super, oh, super violent. Like that's all blowing okay. people up. Yeah. Like the Roasting joke, a chicken. Roasting a chicken alone <laughs> is like, oh, far out. I'm sure some kids went vegan after seeing that. I know I didn't. I love roast chicken. I think the next day I had chicken for lunch. Probably. Oh, my God, I did. Not, so, not in 1996. I meant like this week when we watched it. Yeah, Sunday. After yeah, we watched yeah, it. Sunday, Sunday I had chicken. Yep. Brett doesn't remember all the way back to that day in 1996 when he first saw I think Space I got Jam. got a three nugget Happy Meal at the. What was the toy? Probably Space Jam it toy. Probably, it was probably Bugs Bunny. Probably Bugs Bunny. And it was a boy girl and a, a boy toy and a girl toy. Wrapping up. Yeah. It's a very good kids' movie. It is. If you were a kid... You know what's good about it as well? Because, um, like, Looney Tunes wasn't big in the 90s. No. It wasn't like the 90s thing. But then, obviously, I've if I'm... Wait, let me do some maths. If I'm 30 in the 90s, when I was a kid, I would have watched Looney Tunes. Yes. And... I probably like Michael Jordan or at least know who he is. But also, Saturday morning cartoons still show the Looney Tunes. Yes. Um, not Cheese TV. No. Was WB World a thing in the 90s? Like Saturday Disney? Or did that come later? I think that came... Oh, maybe Maybe after later. Space Jam. Maybe. Relaunched the tunes. pumped up the jam. Pump up the Space Jam. Pump it up. Don't stop pumping. Um... It's a good kids movie. Um, then the smart thing as well with doing the remake now is that me at 30, year old, 30 years older than when it first came out. Yes. Really, um, has kids. Has kids. You don't I want to see Space Jam 2. Yeah. So you, I'm going to take my kids, even though they probably don't know what Looney Tunes is either. And even though you don't have kids. And I don't even like LeBron. Or kids. No. <laughs> I went to I went on the weekend after we watched Space Jam. Then it was like had a day with the, one of the nieces, and you had your chicken for lunch, and my chicken because she didn't want to eat the rest of her chicken. Um, 
I went to the Disney exhibition because I wanted to go to the Disney exhibition that's on Acme. Yes. And I was like, I'm not going to go by myself as a 30-year-old man. <laughs> um, so I hijacked my niece and we went to the Disney exhibition. But then while I was there, I was like, oh, I kind of wish I didn't have a kid here because I could just watch it myself. Cause I, it's like, I don't think you picked the best age of kid to take. I if know. you'd taken the eight-year-old nieces... There would have been three of them, which would have been more of a challenge. Yeah. But if you'd taken one of the eight-year-old nieces, it would have been better than taking the one three-year-old niece. Half of the thing was frozen. Okay. So it was like we got there. It was like, where are we going? Oh, there's Mickey Mouse. Oh, and then we walked down. As soon as you walk down the stairs, there's a screen that's showing different bits of Disney things. Yep. And we're like, who's that? She's like... Elsa, I'm like, okay, maybe she will like this. Okay, we're okay. Oh, yeah. As long as Elsa's there, it'll be liked. But well done, Michael Jordan. Well done, Joe Petka. Joe Petka. There were some weird directional choices. Like it was some things where it was just like camera zoom, like right really close on his face. Is that a cartoony thing though? I think so. But then when it's on a human being, it looks really weird. Yeah. I think the idea is that they're doing the cartoony directing in real. It doesn't look as bad as Newman being inflated into a giant balloon. That looks pretty bad. If I was going to critique the CGI, I would critique that and the dog. Yeah, the dog wasn't The rest great. of it was pretty good. Yeah. So, well done, Joe Pitka and the Warner Brothers Corporation. Yeah. And, and the Michael Jordan just, Corporation. It's also just so quintessentially 90s that it yeah. is just, hey, watch a 90s movie, Space Jam. Yeah. I think it's very 90s. We're going to have another break. We're going to have another break. Brett's going to have another wait, look at his fridge. Wait. It's no, still, still going. going. And we'll come back uh, probably with some trivia shortly. Two drink cinema. Jeez. I believe I can fly. I can leave, I can pierce. I believe I can beat bread at trivia. I believe that you will not. All right, back. I believe <laughs> some trivia. Okay. Bill Murray. Great. Eh. Great at being Bill Murray. Great at being Bill Murray. We're going to do, I haven't introduced the segment yet, IMDb Top 4, which we came up with a name for. Top 4? No. Known 4. Known 4. Spelt F-O-U-R. K-N-O-W-N number 4. Known 4. So... Known for. On IMDb, they tell you the top four things that somebody is known for, F-O-R. We have to try and guess what they are. We have to try and guess them in the correct order. Correct. We get two points if we get one right spot. Yes. One point if we get it right but in the wrong spot. We are going to do Bill Murray. Go. Okay. Okay. Hmm. I don't think I've seen that many Bill Murray movies. Uh, No, me neither. He does make little cameos in a lot of things. That's true. Um, They're not on there. Yeah, which I thought of one of them that I could put in there. It's not Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop 
Little. That's one of my favourite musicals, actually. Bop, shoot, bop. Oh, the last person I looked up on IMDb was Karen Allen because I watched Raiders of the Lost Ark last night. Oh, okay. Bill Murray is not in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, have you done it already? Or are you I'm cheating? done and ready I've just, I've to just got, go. I've just got one more. Okay. And I'm going to cheat. Oh, I'm not cheating. You could yeah. definitely beat me. I believe I can beat Lee. Okay. Number one. Number one is Groundhog Day. Lost in translation. Oh, I had that as number four. <laughs> well, you win. Because number two is Rushmore. Nah. Never heard of it. Number three is Moonrise. Nah. Number Moonrise four Kingdom. is The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Oh. So you win with so one not, point. <laughs> not Groundhog Day. No. Or the Ghostbusters. No. Or Caddyshack or Space Jam. Would you really think I put Space Jam Groundhog Day, there? Ghostbusters, Caddyshack and Space Jam Because as we've discussed It's They sometimes <sighs> have like weird ones That's worthy. a letdown <laughs> Should we do Newman? Because then it's just going to be Seinfeld, Space Jam, JFK and Jurassic no, Park No, we're going to Space Jam and New Legacy Okay And we're going to do Not LeBron Bron. We're going to do Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle? He plays the baddie in Space Jam, oh A New Legacy. Okay? Far out. Fuck. Um, Don Cheadle. Um, I used to think that I could It's our thinking music. I need one more. I can't think of many Don Cheadle movies other than... I know I know ones you're going to write. Yeah. So you either have to think, are you going to write something different or are you going to go with what you actually think is there? I don't know if he's there. in this last one, actually. So I'm just making it up. All right. Ready? Yeah. Don Cheadle. Donald Frank Cheadle was born in Kansas City, Missouri on November 29, oh, 1964. Right. Okay. Oh, jeez. I'm having a shocker tonight. <laughs> Uh-oh. First position. Hotel Rwanda. Crash. Nope. Two. The Iron Guard. Man. Nope. <laughs> the Guard. Which is him. Iron Man 2. Him and Brendan Gleeson. That sounds awful. An unorthodox Irish policeman with a confrontational personality is partnered with an uptight... If- oh, it's a buddy comedy. Oh, and wait. And Don Cheadle, Don Cheadle is the Irish. uptight, no, the uptight <laughs> FBI agent to investigate oh, an international yeah. drug smuggling ring. Well, that's not right because the FBI doesn't work international. Three, Hotel Iron Rwanda. Man two. Yay! <laughs> and four, Avengers Endgame. Traitor. I win again. Yeah. So was he even point. in? So he was in Iron Man and Iron Man two, and okay. Iron Man three. So he's for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's been in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, Avengers Endgame. Oh, I, I got that Captain right. Captain Marvel, Avengers Infinity War. Okay, so all of them. Captain America: Civil War, Avengers: Age of Ultron, Iron Man Three, Thirty Rock is not part of the Marvel, Iron Man Two, and Iron Man Two: The Video Game. And that was it because Can in Iron Man, Iron Man One, it was I think Cuba Gooding Jr. played his character. Oh, 
yeah, it was played by someone else. And then he was either like, no, I'm not going to sign on for any more. I don't think this is going to go anywhere. Cuba, good yep. genius. Sound like the guy that followed up Jerry Maguire with Snow Dogs. <laughs> That's going to be, we're going to do a little mini kind of themed areas where we're going to watch an actor's worst movie. Oh, I think we just watched Bill Murray's. Or we can pair, we can do like a two-up and watch their best with their worst. Oh. So watch Mrs. Doubtfire and RV. Okay. Uh, or Pulp Fiction and Wild Hogs. Yeah, or Michael. Or Phenomenon. Phenomenon. Or what other ones did we talk about the other day? Um, we could watch Mean Girls. And then anything else Lindsay Lohan has done? The Parent Trap. Yeah. Parent Trap's better than RV. Actually, anyway, Mean Girls and then anything after Mean Girls that Lindsay Lohan has done. Yeah, true. Um, so you won a very disappointing A win is a four. win and I'm going to take it. It's uh, better than a penalty shootout. Sorry to England Ooh, supporters that are listening. That's looking. Viva what? Italia. Uh, oh God! You I forget that get I to, to make this. me oh, no. watch something. You know what I was thinking. Mm. Let me have a quick look to see if it's available on streaming before I assign it to you. Sorry, I can borrow the DVD. No, again. I don't. I have it on DVD because I've oh. only seen it maybe once. How do you spell thoroughly? Thoroughly modern Millie with Carol Canning. Exactly. Speaking of speaking of speech pathologists, <laughs> it's not on here. <laughs> Two drinks in a bar. Jeez. Okay. I used to think. Anyway, so okay, I won so the trivia's again. A lackluster trivia because I didn't realize because. Bill Murray did anything other than be Bill Murray in comedies. They are not. That's when the lost, it, no, lost is, in translation is a big. Yeah. Movie. Well, I had that, so I agree. Yeah, I know. But Groundhog Day. Yeah. Anyway. So what would you like me to watch, brother? Two disc, special edition. Is it an intermission one? Like no. when I thought okay. one disc of... <laughs> it says 107 minutes. Okay. You are... Can you agree to say? Yes. Good. Um, Philadelphia Story, which is an old cast. Cary Grant, Catherine Hepburn, and James Stewart. You know what made me think of this? Is it a comedy? Yeah, it's a comedy. Okay, good. It's got a bit of a mix-up in it too. Oh, who would have thought? Sophisticated romantic comedy achieved its pinnacle in this timeless classic voted on one... Hang on. Voted one of the top 100 American films of all time by the American Film Institute. Correct. Catherine Hepburn, Cary Grant, and Best Actor Academy Award winner... uh, there's a little asterisk there. James Stewart star in the masterful comedy directed by George Cukor about a fault-finding bride-to-be socialite who gets her comeuppance. God, I love that word. Comeuppance. Writer Donald Ogden Stewart won the film's second Oscar for adapting Phil Barry's play. Oh, okay. So Sounds it's a play good. that became a movie yep. and then it became a musical. Oh, High really? Society. High Society is the oh, musical version of a Philadelphia story. Okay, that's good. Okay, so it's saying that James Stewart won the Oscar in 1940. That's correct, for Best Actor in a Leading Role. Controversial. 
Okay, we'll talk about that then in um, the future. I've thought of this because you said in an All About Eve episode that Betty Davis is good at playing drunk. Yes. And one of the best scene in this movie is James Stewart playing drunk. Oh, I thought Catherine Hepburn drunk. Okay. We'll um we'll talk about that not next week because we've mucked up the order. We didn't muck it up. We, we mucked it up on purpose. Space Jam now because Space Jam's coming out. Next week is World Batman Day. Yep. So we're ranking all of the cinematic Batmans. Mm-hmm. Then to ca- to get back into sync, we've got our Sky High episode. Yep. And then Philadelphia, the Philadelphia story. story. Because at the end of the Sky High episode, we say we're going to watch Space Jam. Yeah, so we're a bit confused, but whatever. You'll work it out, people. Just listen and enjoy. And oh, hopefully, oh. hopefully you did trivia better than us. Thank you for listening and watching and ingesting to Drink Cinema for this week. Make sure you follow us on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at To Drink Cinema. And make sure you give us a rating and review if you like us on any of those platforms. Give us a thumbs up. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash two drink cinema so you can contribute to us being uh, fed and drunk. drunk. Thank you for listening to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. This episode has been produced by Odd Socks Entertainment. For more of Odd Socks Entertainment's work and podcasts, head to oddsocksentertainment.com.au. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any future Two Drink Cinema episodes and follow us on Facebook, Instagram or on Twitter at Two Drink Cinema and make sure to drink responsibly.